Hey guys, welcome back to Quartz Bites. Uh, today we have some of the gears. Uh, yeah, super crazy. Or, I don't know. Just calm down a little bit. And Dennis. Hey, what's up? Nice to meet everybody. I'm Dennis. I've known Courtney for a good, like, a little bit over 10 years. Since, yeah, since I came to Valley Stream. So, yeah, man. How's, how's the evening so far? It's good. Um, so, I remember a few years ago you were talking about um, you wanted to move out and you finally did. Like, how is it? So, moving out. One thing I would say about moving out in and of itself, it's a very, it's a very um, transformative experience in regards to how you carry yourself, um, what you had to now consider doing since parents are not involved. Um, how very strict you have to be with yourself in certain things that parents are normally look out for you for. Um, it kind of changes your perspective and also makes you a little bit more grateful in regards to home. Because granted, a lot of us want to move out with the sole idea just to get away from home. But after a while of staying at your new home, you tend to appreciate where you came from. And I notice that whenever I come back to Valley Stream, I get a little bit of moments of memories. But when I come back to see family, it feels 10 times better compared to when I was living there every day. So it's a really transformative experience, and it's, it's, it's rough, to be honest. It is. It can be very rough. It's kind of scary, but it's definitely worth it if you do it correctly. What was like, when you feel like the first, the proper first step is? There was, there was never a good feeling. I mean, there were sparks of moment of motivation when I had enough funds and enough, um, and enough confidence to do it. It's just when the time came that it was um, legitimate, I will always back out. So there was moments of like, yeah, I'm gonna do it. And then no, I'm not gonna do it. So there was moments where I was just like back out, but then I had to force myself. So basically that, yeah, you're not gonna completely feel comfortable. You're gonna get very, very, very nervous and anxiety is gonna like run into you, so yeah. So do you still have like the same job? Did you get promoted or like yes. how do you afford? So how do you afford it? That's, that's a good question. because. If people are not from New York, there's a thing about New York's rent in regards to like the city. It's abusive. It's very draining on a pocket, extremely draining. If you don't have a very good paying job, you will struggle, especially if you don't have friends. Um, for me, thankfully, I'm very privileged to work in a hospital that I was sucked up with. And I'm very grateful for that. And in the hospital, I get paid good enough to pay off the rent and get enough of food and, others, and other goods that I can be able to provide for myself. Um, also, thank goodness to my roommates. Because if it wasn't for my two best friend roommates that I've known for 20 years, which is crazy, these are people moving for 20 years, they were able, they are able to obviously help as well. But I suggest before you move, find a good job that's stable and try to, try to find a good method on, like, on how to monitor your money and such, and such stuff like that. Because after a while, moving on by yourself, you've got to be really um, concerned and cautious with how you spend. But yeah, it's not cheap. It's not cheap at all. So it's like what two rooms? Two rooms. So it's three rooms, and I'll just I'll just say that. So it's three rooms, and the rent is two thousand and twenty-five. So split it by three is six seventy-five between all of us. And for me, thankfully, where where I work, I get paid a good a good healthy amount that I can help me with that shirt. But oh, but at the same time, at the same time, with everything slowly going up during the whole Corona pandemic, things are looking a little bit cautious in the I mean concerning in the future. So. So what do you do for fun? 
Oh, for fun. I'm very deep into uh, fitness, working out, uh, martial arts, yoga, anything that moves the body that gets the body excited. Um, I'm a very stimulant person, so I like to do anything that's considered energizing. But besides that, I like to have moments where, where I'm very kept to myself. I like to read, draw, um, meditate, but I need to step up on that. So I try to expand my hobbies as much as possible. Another thing I'm very into is like riding my bike and um, just martial arts and workout. Just so the main thing. For the people who don't work out, like, which is fine. Yeah, I I mean, my whole thing is like, I'm not that bad. Because like I, like my weight just like fluctuates. Yeah. And when I say fluctuates, it's like, it'll be like 220 something. And it'll be like 212 Mm. in like three days. It's like, yeah, there'll, there'll be moments that you probably eat less, and there'll yeah. be moments that you probably eat more. Yeah. What would, would you suggest working out? Like, what would you... It depends on what you want, what to go. Like, if you feel like you want to not... If you don't care about being ripped or being big, you just could keep a moderate workout where it stresses out your body, but you don't have to, like, push it to the limit every second, you know? But if you have a goal set of, like, having to lose a lot of weight, then you would have to stress yourself out more. It just depends on what you want. You know, some people want to moderate. Some people want it, like, they want to take it all the way. What's, like, your go-to exercise? For me, um, jump rope is so much fun. It's hard at first, especially if you're just getting into it. It's annoying to have to keep your body above the, above the air. Some, you, may, you may find it, like, how can it be so hard? But, yeah, some people have it to have a hard time just how to jump rope easily. Um, jump roping, planking, push-ups, chin-ups, um, pull-ups, um, and curl-ups. All things I can do. Hey, Don't worry, it's in time. Well, no, no. I can, okay. When I was in school, I was always able to do, like, curl-ups. But that was it. That was like, fine. I, I, not, like, I don't know. I mean, naturally, you're just not into working out with you. I would rather, I was always, like, um, like, sports. Okay. Like, playing sports. Like, I, I don't watch sports. Also, you would like to get into, like, particular sport like okay. tennis and stuff like that okay okay oh so that's okay that's not bad have you ever um did the tennis out there in hendrickson by any chance courts oh. courts wait let's not talk about their their courts oh man. <laughs> <laughs> they like territory no no it's they're they're finally fixing it after oh. like years and years of cracks oh that's fine. yeah oh, like in, in the concrete guys it, it's literally the worst. Like their nets are, their nets were really bad. But with what's going on, like they, they're fixing it up. Apparently. That's good. Uh, it's good to get as much things fixed up so it could be suitable for everybody to like to like use it. So, what kind of bike do you have? Cause... Oh, I can't even. You know, here's the thing I dislike about myself. When I invest into something new, I tend to forget about the title of it sometimes. So this one, I believe you would call it an unfixed gear bike, which basically means that if it's a fixed gear, that means that you had to rely on a gear. To, yeah, the little, to like the little notches and the little yes. clicky things. On the side. Yes, I believe those, um, you can rely on those to help push you further and to make it more challenging. If it's not fixed, um, then basically it's just no gears, it's just by itself. So you so rely just, on your own strength to, to push it. Oh and that's God. the one I have. I don't have nothing on it. I just have the wheels, that's it. And it's more of like an aerodynamic type of bike. Eventually, I'm going to get a, a, a customized piece to attach to my phone so I can record of myself riding 
throughout like the streets of Brooklyn and Queens, which is so much fun. Riding a bike is so exciting, but I suggest to be very, very careful. Because many times I came close to death. Uh, yeah, because I have a bike, but I think the tire's messed up. Oh, damn. What kind of bike is it? It's a, it's a mountain bike. Nice. That's still better than nothing. Yeah, I mean, I want to use it, but I have to fix it. Yeah. Get to it before it, it rusts away. Did you get any new tattoos? No. I plan on to. I'm actually going to get a cat and dog tattoo very soon. Um, my roommate, which is my best friend, he's getting the cat tattoo. I'm getting the dog tattoo, like over here. So I'm going to put our arms together. And it's just going to be my dog and his cat, which is the most generic, but I don't mind it. We've, we've been meaning to get a tattoo for the longest. I noticed you never got tattoos. I keep saying I'm going to. And then I don't have the money. And then I get the money and then I have to pay for something. And then yeah. I'm just like priorities. Uh, can't go. Absolutely. I mean any particular tattoo idea that you have? Yeah, actually, um so I've been drawing for seventeen years. And I wanna get a tattoo of my first artist pencil with infinity when I'm twenty. Oh that'd be dope. But like everyone who's like, yeah, we'll go get a tattoo, whatever, like, oh, so they go know. get the tattoo, and then they just forget. Yeah. Yeah, don't, don't rely on the group next time. Oh, well, no, I'm, I'm too late. Nah, well, you, you still got time. We're still, we're still young. <laughs> kind of. I mean, I don't feel that young anymore, but... <laughs> you just so, uh, I don't it's, know. It's just, very abstract. It's too many things, I feel like. Yeah. I mean, I feel like right after Central, it was a very um, interesting ball game. After high school, it's just like, you don't go to college, it's like, you're it. doing nothing for Yeah, life. man. But when you go to college and then you feel like you're just stressed out all the time. There's oh, no winning. There's no winning in that. I mean, I'm very, I mean, I don't know, have you ever taken out any loans? I, I went to school for a year. Oh, I had to take out. Yeah. But I had grants. Oh. I got lucky. Good. Thank goodness. But I went to a really expensive school. But I'm not going to mention it. No, yeah, of course. <laughs> <laughs> of course. Nah, I'm very grateful I never had to come to that. I mean, I sympathize for other people and I empathize with the struggle. But I'm so grateful I never took that out. You know? I don't like done everything about going to art school. I will uh, tell you not to go. <laughs> I mean, you can still do it now, even without the school involved. Even yeah. like art school. I, I knew most of the things I was learning. But... Yeah, I remember. And yeah, I remember I used to come here and we did a like a recording video here. Yeah. Ah, uh, we should have continued that. We were supposed to. Yes. It can still happen, but, you know. I mean, yeah, we could just do five years later. What's going on? What was the, um, wait, what was the video supposed to be about again? I don't remember. I think it was, like, a YouTube channel. Oh. It was something like that. It was something magical. There's a lot of things. Like, we had a band at one point. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I used to have it with um, Matt Facetta. Yeah. Oh, man. It's crazy how the time goes. No, but there's certain things I wouldn't I wouldn't go back to, knowing 
how certain things turned out eventually. No, I, I feel that way too. And this year, I cut off six friends. Six. That love. And like, I mean, it had to be done by choice. Yeah. Like, I, I, I just wanted, I just wanted to say this really quickly. Um, I'm not political at all. I'm really not. I don't. I'll never, you'll never catch me saying something, but I just see you saying something wild, crazy that I can't defend or like even support. I'm just like, I'm not even going to say bye to you. I'm just, you're just getting erased. I I don't, there's no point in, in keeping that. Yeah. It gets wild. The political realm is very, it's very um, intense. Yeah, I just avoid Facebook sometimes because yeah, I took a, I took a, um like a social media break for a good four days. Oh my god, it feels relieving because yeah. it's like the new television in a way. Because I know granted we're not we're not home all the time. I mean in my case, but being on the phone every day, oh my god, it's just like being in front of a television. You know, I feel that too because I uh, I stopped posting on Instagram as much, and I'm just like I'm focusing on other things. Yeah. And I just feel a lot better when I do post. Yeah, once in a while. But at the same time, it's like, I got to deal with, like, this losing followers thing. Like, it just, it just, it's crazy. Once you start, man, that Wait, snowball, man. like, you lose followers. Oh, like, yeah. Like, that snowball does not stop until you slightly go back and start posting yeah, a lot and, again. And, and then, then it goes back stop. up. Yeah. But then when you stop again, it's like... Yeah, uh, no. but then what's, what's crazy, I noticed as well, is that when you do post stuff, you see people out in the, out in the woodworks hitting you up like, whoa, I said hello to you a couple of months ago, but now I'm saying you want to communicate with me? But hello, but that's just another perception. Like some people just are curious to see. I mean, here's the thing about social media. It's a very interesting tool. You do get a peek into certain people's lives and it is kind of interesting, but so, then it's a very big distraction. What's that to do with these rants on Instagram? Oh, I have, you do, I've you do, always you do that all I've the time. Always, no, I've always wanted to speak my mind. Um, you notice I've like taken notes. Yeah, I've always <laughs> liked to speak my mind, and I love it when people, for example, in your case, when you um, commented and gave me some good critique. Because at the end of the day, and I really mean this, I do not like to sound stupid when I'm saying something. So please correct me. So in the future, when we go back into this topic, I don't sound stupid. So. I just like to like speak my mind on certain things and I like to be very cautious and considerate of what I say. Because at the end of the day, people could be like, oh, it's the truth. Yeah, it's the truth. But it ultimately comes down to how you say the truth. You got to be cautious of how you express certain things because ultimately yeah, I'm putting that out there to people to see. I get like sometimes near like 100 views on certain things that I, that, that I, that I say. And I'm like, that's a small crowd right there. It's so, 100 yeah, people. So like, it's almost like, like 80, 90 but that's a crowd right there watching. So in a way, that's like a type of responsibility of how you voice your opinion. So why don't, okay. So you can do that with Instagram, right? Yeah. Why don't you just like, cause I see you have a smartphone. Oh yeah. Take like your phone. YouTube? Not even like for like where you just put it on YouTube, take your phone and be like, oh. record yourself doing the whole thing without it being like, here's, here's the thing. So like, with yeah no that's the thing i hate about instagram's recording method it's so ridiculous you gotta hold on to it and it records 
my thing is that when I do it like on my regular video camera and it records, it is not split evenly. It doesn't give you the option to split it evenly into the Instagram um, storytelling. So it's like, oh, I got to hold the stupid button. But what I do plan on doing, and I'm not on wood, but close to it, but this is like a thing to me. I do plan on doing a YouTube channel where I go up to random people and ask them their opinions. You told me this in the past. Yeah. And I'm trying to. The last time you were here, we were doing the drawing thing. You (laughs) said you were going to do this. Yes. And and that's that's an old part of me that I know I can still do. So I have to do it. I have to do it. I have to do it. But I just basically like to like get into topics. Like for me, like I understand you're in, I'm very into politics, but I'm very cautious of what I say. Because at the end of the day, that can come back to me in years in the future. Well, I see it. If, I see it as I'm an artist, and yeah. I make a book. So then, down the road, someone just goes, "Remember when you said this?" And you're like, "Oh God!" Oh, what is this cancel culture? <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm not that. I'm not. I think that's retarded. Yeah, I'm not. I don't take that. Like, I'm not. I wouldn't take that person. I feel like that's that's something to do that stuff, you know. But I mean, if the person's a shithead. Yeah, then they but if you say something like along the lines like, oh, these certain group of people need to be taken out, like, oh, hold on there, buddy. That sounds like <laughs> hate speech. But it just comes down to, how, to what you, to what you're intentionally putting out there. But I, I see the best way to go about it is look at the bright side. We, we, we can still talk about many things that many people can't talk about. If that makes sense. No, it makes sense. So, besides those, like, do you have a, a place where you get tattoos? Oh, no, I just go anywhere. You just go anywhere. Mm-hmm. Just go anywhere. Just as long as I see the artwork, I check out the artwork first, see what I like. If I like it, then. I was going to ask, is there any um, any particular artist that you look up to? Yes, uh, Jake Parker. Oh, who is he? This is dude. I like his name already. Jake Parker is the guy behind Inktober. Planning October. in October? Inktober. Sounds familiar. What is it's this? that thing where everyone draws like the ink drawing every day on Instagram. Oh, I, I gotta check that out then. Okay. And then uh, Gabriel Ball, who did um, Umbrella Academy. That's really cool. Brian Leo Malley. And are they like young, elderly? Uh, like 30s, 30s, 40s. Oh. Well, let's say all of them. That's pretty cool. It's always good to have men, um, people to look up to and eventually develop yes. a, a mentorship. Just give you a moment. Oh, that's so beautiful. I like that. Um, have you ever traveled by any chance? Heard of who? Travel. Travel? Yeah. No. Oh, man. He was a... No, I said, have you ever traveled? Oh, to Japan. Oh yes, right. You look ah, oh, I was bad. It's different. It's not America. It's not America. <laughs> it's not America. It's not America. Everything's Japanese. Nice. Everything's Japanese friendly. Yeah, you're just in nature, twenty four seven. Yeah, they have a lot more like um eco friendly, or more like forest forestry park like areas. I assume, right? Yeah, it's. It's just, I don't, it's, it's way different. This is, uh, 
This is Jake Parker. But like it's they're more um they're more in tune with like I guess their surroundings, you know. So like they they average more steps than in America. So like if an average staircase in like the States is like fourteen, Japan is like eighteen. Oh. <laughs> so, so they have an extra amount of steps. You, it's, a, it's a lot of walking and then no wonder the no where everywhere so I went in everywhere when in Japan has a bike lane. Yeah, I heard in that the they streets. have a better constructed bike lane compared to us. They also have um smoking uh cubes. Oh, so people that just want to So if you smoke there's a cube, there's like a little vent in the floor. You smoke oh, and you can get I should put all of my friends here. <laughs> I hate smoking. Do you want to out in public? Ugh. Nah. Smoking is, I don't, I, it's, I don't know. It's like, I feel like whenever I have, I know someone who smokes, like a friend, I'll, I'll do the, you know, your lungs. And then they just get really mad at me for it. I'm just like, hey. That's... No, it's, I mean, it's mean, but I would do the same thing. <laughs> I would do the same thing because, like, it's like a way of showing that you love them, you know, in regards that you want you want what's better for their health. But ultimately, as much as it's like a pleasure-seeking substance and it's normalized, at the end of the day, that thing is just damaging you twenty-four-seven. Did I tell you I smoked weed? Oh, when? That's weird. In the two years. How long did I you actually, go for? Okay, so it was little. And then um, I made a deal with my friend on my birthday if no one could show up on my birthday, I'd smoke weed with him. And I did, and I got really like, stoked, like really bad. Like I was, damn. You're at Chili's. But wait, nobody showed up at your birthday? <laughs> well, no, no, they like, okay, so I, I'm cursed. Where whenever I do something, it's always like too late, or people kind of bail. Okay, damn. I wish yeah. I knew about this. I would have put that for the damn. Okay, then I would have probably stopped you from smoking. <laughs> but but like, dang, it was smoke. at a it was at a point where I was I wasn't really trying to uh, interact with people. Oh, okay. So they weren't gonna come about it. So I was fine all the way. Like we went to Chili's. I was fine all the way to Chili's. You got there, and I was. You just eat it. I couldn't even. Give me eat. I couldn't. I was just laughing because this thing was like, um, it's like chilies, we give good back. And I just was <laughs> losing it. <laughs> I couldn't, I couldn't give good back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Wait, was this, was this your first time? I got high, yeah. Um, but it never happened to me. So. But it didn't, I don't know, like after that, I wasn't really interested in it. Uh, hey man, you had a good chance and you got time, but it was like one of those moments like I'm probably never gonna get this high again. That's what I hear. Yeah, like the way you got high, that, that was your first first time, right? First like real, not a vape pen. And did you feel like you was like out of reality for a second? Like you was like in a mixture? I, okay, the best way to explain how I I felt because I was totally like conscious the whole time. I just couldn't like control anything. Yeah. It felt like I'm sitting in a room. Probably felt like a couch. I'm sitting in a room watching myself, mm. but my arms and my legs were like bound. So oh I can't, like, I can't be like, 
stop doing it. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, like, like, I'm, just, I'm just sitting there just like, like laughing at stuff. Cause like, I can't, you know, I can't think about it first. So everything is just like, like I walked up to the person and I'm just like, we need a table for three people. I want yeah. this booth right here. <laughs> oh my God. That sounds dude. You, uh, yo, you was not in reality. I, I, I wasn't. I wasn't. And it lasted like 30 minutes. Damn. It was 30 minutes. And how did you smoke? It was like a blunt joint. It was a joint. Damn. That sounds, that sounds like a good time. Yeah. If you ever get into it again, you're never going to get that high again. Just so you know. Until probably your body gets completely clean and there's no remnants of it, then I'll probably do it again. But yeah, that's so never gets to that point. You mentioned you uh you do like training for like fighting. Um yeah, I do a martial arts called Muay Thai. I practice with a friend of mine's no friends. Do you so do you like have all the bags and stuff? Yeah, I have like the I have the mitts, the punching mitts. I mean I have my sorry, I have my boxing gloves, I have the mitts, I have the arm wraps. Arm wraps, I mean the hand wraps, and um, I had the shin guards and the shorts and and the elbows. The cool shorts. Yeah, the cool shorts. The cool, nice, little, colorful shorts. <laughs> a lot of people like to make fun of them, but them things are comfortable and flexible. Yeah, I always like a few, I've always wanted to like try a class. Oh, yeah, it, it's anybody can do it. Anybody can do it. If you just take the time and spend time with it, anybody can do it. And plus, you know, um, the thing I love about it the most is that it teaches you how to, how to stay calm and how to take care of yourself. God forbid something happens. So. Yeah, I see all these. Uh, I follow uh, the um, Gracie brothers. Oh, that's good. And they always they have those like those videos, like the self-defense things. Yeah, it's like Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. Yeah. Yeah, Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu is another beautiful sport. To a normal average person, it looks like this guy is rolling around the floor, but to somebody that's like kind of had experience with it and kind of sees it, you know, someone's gonna lose an arm or lose a fucking leg or someone's gonna pass out. So, yeah, nah, it's a very deadly sport too. Did, wait, did you ever against the BJJ or Muay Thai or anything? No, I just I'm the casual like I watch UFC sometimes. Oh my god, I watch you- it or I'll. Like I follow the fighters, so I like I yeah. watch their training and stuff. Sometimes. Are you are you are you currently up to date with any of them right now by any chance? Most of them, yeah. But like I couldn't tell you about like their fight history. Yeah, same. I'm like kind of like an. But like I can be like, yeah, he's a great wrestler. Yeah, he's great at this. Same, same. I'm not you like too deep into. I'm like kind of. I mean, I'm interested in it, but I'm just not like well my life into it like that. So. But um, I would love to see Conor McGregor come back. He's probably never going to come back. I don't know. So. Apparently, uh, he was saying if Conor wins, if Conor ever fights Poirier, uh, he'll fight, he'll fight Conor again. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But just, be, right? to, yeah just to see. Yeah. Imagine, oh, my God. I mean, he already got him the last time. Oh, oh my God. Yeah. I would love to see, but I feel like if he does it, he's just going to lose again, unfortunately. I think so too. Yeah, but I, I think the thing with Connor is like uh, his pride is very. This yeah, he's like a human form, like the human version of Vegeta. But you know, I feel like a lot of people like say that like he can't back it up, but I think he can because he has proven. Yeah, many times he's definitely proven. I I'm just concerned about his his stamina, 
and him taking on he wrestles to the floor by Khabib. So he was like a miniature fucking bear. Miniature bear. Yeah. Right? <laughs> so he just he just was like a small miniature bear. Like that dude is like five seven, five eight. And that dude is like toppling big people. He's five seven, five eight. Mm-hmm. If I'm if I'm not mistaken, well, I'm curious now. Let's find out. How tall is Connor? How tall is my height? Like five ten. <sighs> when T-Mobile knocks out your internet. Oh man. No, because internet speed. Yeah. Yeah, you probably get it faster than, than I do. I can give you the um, Wi-Fi. Yeah. We use five ten. Oh, can we use five ten? All right, never mind then. <laughs> He's not my height. Then. So yeah, Connor's he's still. 5'8", so I'm taller. Oh, Connor's 5'8"? Oh, so he's shorter than Khabib. Oh, snap, no wonder. That says a lot. So mm. that brings me to, I guess, like, do you still, because I, sorry, I don't understand. <laughs> do you still like, like do music? Oh no! It's, it's dead I, in the water now. The closest thing to it is that I have moments to myself walking home singing, but nothing else. If here's the thing: when I think about that, had I had taken it serious enough the mindset that I have now, I wouldn't be there. Like I noticed a lot of things as, as I got older. Certain things were meant to just happen to to, to like prove me a lesson. So if I was to get into it, I'll get into it if only. If only a bunch of young mid twenty year old guys, they need a singer. They got everything down packed. Um, they're really up to it. They got a car, and they live nearby my house. That's yeah. only when I'm doing it, because I am not gonna go out and look for some people, looking here and there. But if they happen to hear me on Instagram, do do some of my um, do some of my screens and my roars, and they're interested, and I'm like, okay, let me see what I can do. Like, okay, I'm probably going to do part of this for the rest of my life, but who knows, but um, no singing. I mean, anything regards to music, no. So the best thing closest to it, I just sing on my own time. That brings me back to that tiny that man's house. Oh, and man. You not wanted to do one thing. You had to do something. I was just like, we just do this? And we're all just like, yeah, dude. Butting heads on how did, how did, Wait, what instrument did you play? How did you get it? I forgot. I knew Danny. And then I had a guitar. Okay. Yes. I still have that same guitar. Yeah, because I remember it was me, you, Matt, and then it was for uh, Moose, right? I don't. I don't think Moose was ever really like official. Though. Moose didn't get in there till later. Yeah, Moose was later, but like I didn't really. I don't know. So, so the funny thing is, after that, I got into a band with um, Danny and Edgar. Danny, okay, yeah. but then, wait, who's wait, who's Danny? Danny Labari. He's a he's a black dude. So okay, 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 I remember now. Damn, oh my god, these and, names. Yes, yeah, good times. I haven't talked to Danny in so long though. It's been a minute. Yeah, I know. Uh, I seen the echo only on Instagram here and there. Not yeah, but um, right now what I'm trying to like get good at um is public speaking. Because a part of that is is um, um, I want to basically get like a Twitch account and stream along with the YouTube account, 
and just have like discussions with, with people while playing video games. On top of that, I'm also trying to learn the skill of regards to coding. So that's something I'm trying to do on the side. If you, um, there's a bunch of different uh, coding things like Code Academy and stuff. Oh, snap, really? I will take a look at that. I'll definitely, uh, I'll have to, like, I'll show you. Yeah. But, um, yeah, there's stuff like that, too. Yeah. And what about you? Do you have any hobbies at the moment? I'm trying to play my guitar again. Do it. And it's funny, because, like, it's like, a thing like guitar, you don't forget how to play it. It's just you get rusty. Yeah. From playing it. So maybe you'll know what you're doing. Like, I never stopped playing piano. Oh, that's good. Because, like, after the thing with Danny Edgar fell apart, I kind of stopped playing guitar completely. Oh. But piano, like, I'll still... you still... Yeah, that's good. That's another thing I want to get back into, playing the piano. Because I was, like, pretty, like, okay with that. I was, like, very average. It was, like, good times. Piano oh. isn't hard, though. I feel like a lot of people say piano is hard. What makes piano hard is just you have to practice. Yeah. If you understand the keys, the flats, and the sharps, and where the letters are, it's, it's simple after a while. Yeah, it's just, it's all memory. Right? Exactly. And theory. muscle memory as well. Yeah. Muscle memory. Yeah, that's nothing I want to get back into. I feel like uh, the thing about being a youth is that you have, we all have a lot of potential. It just comes down to like discipline and being strict and being very um, um, honest with ourselves and such. Because to, to be honest, I'm 30 years old. And I'm trying to like limit the amount of regrets that I that I developed throughout the years. On my on my end. I'm not trying to like make it touchy or anything. But that's just my No, no, my, I my, I, my aspect. I I realized with the whole like um like with quarantine when we had this first quarantine, I was like, you know, I could actually now learn how to do animation. Yeah. You know, without like because any other time, it would be like I would have to sit and learn it, and it would be hard for me to do that because I have this, this, and this going on. Yeah. I'm going out to do this, this, and this all the time, and now it's like I'm at home, and all I really have is like my book or whatever. Yeah. This is before Patreon. I'm like, I might as well just learn how to do it. Yeah. Because nah, what else am I going to do? Nah. And then I'm going to let it pass, and then, you know. You get things go back to normal. <coughs> In my head, you know, it's like things will go back to normal. And then I didn't have this time. Yeah, that's very true. That was one of the small, very few blessings that came from the quarantine. The amount of alone and free time that we had, because nobody was allowed to go outside. And people were buying an endless amount of toilet paper. And I still don't know where the, the source of the idea that you had to buy so much toilet paper. I really don't know how it started. But it was hilarious and sad to see it go that way. I got, I went to um, CVS and a woman was buying um, Lysol. She, she had one can in her hand. She's like, oh. And then she went back up like five more cans. I'm just like, wow. It's, yeah, man, it's that fear. But it's people riled up. I think that fear, it's like the idea that it'll run out. You yeah. know? Yeah, well, because, like, now we're in, like, what, the fifth month of, like, the whole quarantine COVID thing, and now it's people a little bit more lenient about it, everybody's a little bit more chill, laid back about it, not to say 
um, people still aren't concerned. People still are concerned. Some people are still like on your throat about it if you don't wear your mask on in public. But it's not as like so much where like people were like, oh my God, it's in the air. I can't go outside. Oh my God, I remember when that happened. Yeah, like people wouldn't go outside. Like, I was like, like it's not in the air. Stop it. Stop it. You're just scaring yourself. <laughs> <laughs> You're just like putting thoughts in your head. I remember I was inside for like three weeks and I was like losing my mind. Yeah. And I, I finally went for a walk and I was like, oh wow, this is not bad. It's, yeah, not bad. It's just the, the, the media plays it in some way. Not to get into that realm of like the media and oh such, but God. it gets yeah. to. Oh. I, I fully looked into the. Um, I looked, in, looked into the Illuminati thing. Ah. Yeah, be careful. For two, for like a month, I fully looked into it, like everything, like with like politicians. Yeah, I even saw that um Epstein thing. Epstein, oh no, no, Epstein is a perfect example that people in our own office are touching kids. Dude, it's horrible, man. I was like, yeah, couldn't I couldn't even believe that shit. I mean, that's one thing that fear me the most. Having like a child, especially a daughter, can kidnap you. Yo, and as a father, you can imagine how helpless that person must feel. Like that is that that is just truly terrifying. Oh, by the way, you have to have water. Yeah, I'm so sorry. I'm good. No, cool. Oh, there's water right there. Thank you. But, um, no, I wanted to actually talk to you about, like, mental health a little bit, because I feel like, I don't know, I just feel like, um, I would, it's interesting, I would like, I want to hear from, like, your standpoint, what do you think, um, in regards to, like, how it's seen and stuff like that, like, what's your thoughts on it? Well, mental health, um, even though it's been around for like a long time, I think people are starting to like grasp it more seriously now because with the years going on and with a high rate of suicide going on in regards especially to like men compared to women and as the years go on, the youth are getting more and more um, suffering from more issues, more like anxiety, panic attacks, um, depression. Um, I say that there's something definitely going on socially, um, economically, um, probably financially, and also like spiritually amongst like the crowd of people. Um, it's a very it's a very complicated and complex subject, so I'll try to simplify it. I have a if theory. Be, I have a theory that memes are the worst thing in the world because a meme destroys everything it touches. So, like, let's say um, someone like. Tyra Banks, that the thing where she's like, I trusted you, and she yeah. like she's losing her mind. That was probably a real moment for her. And look what the internet did to oh, her. Oh, okay. I feel you. In regards to that, like expose, like yeah, exposing just, someone's vulnerability. I feel like it destroys. Um, yeah, it destroys everything it touches, but it also makes it seem like it's a joke. Yeah. <clears throat> so then, when someone sees that. Or they see like a moment where someone is like angry or like making a face. <laughs> it's like, uh, it's nothing. 
Yeah. It was a meme. It was a meme last yeah, week. Yeah, it was just a joke. It's not that big of a deal. They're trying to minimalize it. I see we come from exactly. Um, I was going to add on to that. I've always had a thing for memes because they expose some of the most interesting, de- detailing things that we're not consciously aware of sometimes. So, like, what I mean by that, um, one particular meme that everybody can relate to is when um, it'll say, for example, um, when, okay, when you, damn, what's a, what's a, what's a good example? What's a good meme? Me. Oh, when you always have that one family member that turns the light on when there's sunlight coming outside, coming from outside. There's something like that. So that kind of like kind of brings some type of relativity among people. But at the same time, oh, that's my fault. But I can see where you're coming from in regards to like how it can harm people. Because I noticed that when some people are made out of a meme, yeah, people could be like, oh, whatever, it's just a meme. But ultimately, it could be like considered like something offensive. Because that is leaking into somebody's privacy. Yeah, I, I felt bad at first because like I didn't go into it at first, but then because I'm heavy on Twitter, I'm always on Twitter. Always on Twitter. I'm always on Twitter, and I think Twitter is like honestly where I, I say the realest things. Mm. With Twitter, like there's people who just do that stuff all the time, yeah. and the culture is to go with it. Yeah. That's the thing about Latinos. We're like social creatures. We're quick to conform to certain things. That's uh, we're like in a product of that. I was also gonna say about another thing in regards to like mental health. I mean, actually, what's your opinion on it? I have social anxiety. So, oh, I feel you. And I've had depression for like fuck six years. So <laughs> I'm like, I'm not trying to be like, oh yeah, pity me, but like. It's something that you just it's it's just you see it in things like um, movies and stuff and yeah it's just it's seen as like this thing even though they're trying to be real this is like oh well you're sad about this but this will make it all better and that's yeah it, it's it's every day it's not just they, yeah they're kind of like disregarding it like as if it's just something that'll just pass by. Yeah, like, it's not, a, like, my social anxiety is not as bad as it was. Yeah. But it's still, it can still be, like, if I walk into the room and I don't know people, I'm probably not going to say anything. I don't blame you on that. I could totally relate to that to some degree, depending. I mean, um, for me, um, I'm very social, but um, one of my problems was that I can be very introverted when I don't feel like speaking to anybody at all. And I had an issue of like actually making new friends for quite a while. Cause um, like for me, I guess I was, well, I suffered from like ADHD. That's nothing related to mental health, but, but I used to No, but you know, depression. at the same time, you can, I'm not saying you can, but it, it, the idea yeah. of like the stigma behind it. Because like I would, I, I would tell, like I don't even really mention the whole social anxiety thing like that. Well, if I tell someone, you know, it should be like, uh, oh, so, unless the, unless that person had it, it'd be like, oh, so, you know, just why yeah. don't you, why don't you just go try to talk to people? And I'm like, yeah. Yeah, but they don't understand. That's not it's, that just not, it's, it's just not like, that easy. It's like the way I see it, it's like you see something you don't know, and it's like, yeah. Damn. Like, how can we, what can I do? Yeah. What can I do to, like, help that? Or how can I reassure and then it's either I talk too much or I, like, it's too little. 
I feel that. I, I consider myself socially awkward sometimes because I could be very explosive. And to some people, I'm considered a threat. And I feel bad because I don't want you to feel like I'm a threat. I just probably, maybe I'm very openly active with some things and I'm very not considerate with my words. Some people feel like, why is Dennis saying that? Like, why is he so hyper? I'm like, well, that's just me. Like, I can't help it. But then I try to, like, calm it down for them. But then I end up making myself feel like shit. That's what I'm, th- and that's, that's the other side to this yeah. whole thing. It's like, like, there are moments where I'll try to just be like, oh, you know, hey, you know, like, trying yeah, to be like, like, whatever. But then I'm just, like, not. Do you, like, pay attention to people's, like, facial details? Yes. And you can, t- yeah. you can sometimes tell, like, how they're feeling. I, I like, I, I'm the observer. So I'm yeah. like, like, I can sit and I can see someone be like this on their phone and I'm like, yeah, there's something's going on and they're not, they're not safe. Yeah, they're like, me they, too. They'll talk to people like they're normal and then they'll look at their phone and I'm like, yeah, yeah something's going on but they're not talking. Yeah. No, I notice that too. And I try not to converse with them that much, honestly. Well, I mean, I'll, I'll, I feel like it's good to like let people know that they're acknowledged. But like, not to, um, not so much. Not to overbid. Yeah. Like, you see someone is by themselves. Oh, hey. And then, yeah. Because so some people naturally just don't want to be around crowds. And they just got to be chill. And that's another thing I think, um, that's something I was going to say. I feel like people that are introverts, they get like a bad name. As opposed to like extroverts. So apparently like if you're kept to yourself, you're automatically assume something's wrong. Yeah. And I'm thinking like, nah, I just want to be chill. I just trying to talk to people right Yeah, now. I just feel okay. I mean, if you mind me asking, how long have you had your social anxiety? I had it. I, I had it in secret. I feel like I didn't know I really had it. Until I started working on Fridays. Oh, okay. Was it with like the customers or just like the coworkers? It was, it's more just like, I wanted to say things and I couldn't. And I would just like, I just wouldn't. So like, let's say um, someone would not show up for work and it would make me stay longer. I wouldn't say anything to that person. Say to the person that didn't show up for yeah. work? And I wouldn't say it until it's too late and then by then it's like a whole like, I'm just like, oh. I was like, oh man, I don't, I don't like that. Like, and I wouldn't tell them, but I would literally just be so, like, because I couldn't say it, it would be held in. Oh, yeah, so you would keep in from how you feel be- because of a situation I was, like that. I was having panic attacks at Fridays because of that. Oh, damn. I had to quit. That's the real reason I quit Fridays first yeah. time, I think. Damn, sorry to get that. But, so well, I, I dealt with it. So, so, a, lot, so a lot of the issues were mostly just, like, so people basically not coming into work, and then it will come at your expense of having to stay later. Not even just that, just with with everything. Like, oh, other factors involved. There was, there was a ton of... Fridays was a whole... It was like a mess, because... This is the one I agree with, right? Yeah. Nothing against, like, the workers are great, but I, I don't think I was mentally ready to be the Oh. And I look back now and realize, I don't think I was... Man, how come because it's just the people? It's just the environment to me. I'm very much about the environment I'm in. 
And I feel like if I'm in a space where I feel like everyone is not a certain way, then I start to like bag on myself because like, let's say I don't feel like I fit in. It's like, all right, well, why don't you fit in? What's wrong with you? You got to fit in. What are you doing? And then, you know, you do something to fit in and it just doesn't feel right. Yeah, not fit in. So you kind of feel like an outcast, like an outsider. Yeah. Not the same way. But like I've been, like past year I've been working on myself. If you look at my fridge, on this dry erase board with like, uh, stay positive, stuff like that. Oh, good. Yes, dude. I totally (laughs) encourage that. Like put like words of encouragement around the house and your mind's going to pick up on it. Yes, I was going to say that. I like that. (laughs) That's pretty cool. Where did you get it? Oh, it's my brother's girlfriend's. That's pretty cool. She bought it at Target. Good shit. And I saw it and I was just like, I had the room like this before. Yeah, that's nice. <laughs> but then I realized it's kind of dark. Yeah, nah, <laughs> so, but that's still nice, though. You should, I, I wouldn't say put that in your room, if anything. Oh, no, I have to give it back to her. <laughs> oh. Yeah. It's, it's, no, it's in my brother's room. They, they stay, they show. So it's in their room. Nice. They have it like, yeah that's cool but like i now because i i've converted to positive energy yeah. <laughs> and I, like I say converted. converted i say converted because there's people who are just like not everyone but some people are just very negative you know it's just like oh yeah you gotta see like not so bad you just uh, gotta some of that you mean is is a negative to think that everything is okay? Is that what you're leading to? If I'm not mistaken, no. I'm just, oh, it's just like the people are just like the people are just very negative. Okay. So like instead of let's say they have to wait, it's like damn, now I'll never do this, and you're like, no. well, you can still do you it. You can still do what you need to do. You just, just gotta, you gotta wait. be a little later. Mm-hmm. Yeah, whatever. There's a time and place for everything. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. No. That's definitely what I encourage. Um, a lot of philosophical terms and quotes, um, they're very, very useful, and it helps keep the mind in, in, in track to what you're supposed to do. Give me a quote, man. It's oh, man. It's a quote. A good one that I like is, I'd rather be a samurai in a, in a garden rather than a gardener in a, in a war zone. So you're prepared. That and so, like, what I mean by rather be a samurai in the garden. So, like, I could take care of the garden. I can, you know, mature it, water it. And in case anybody tries to be stupid, I can defend it. But in the war zone, as a gardener, what are you doing? <laughs> so it's just the idea that you can take care of something, but in one way or another, you have to um, learn how to properly defend yourself or defend what you cherish, defend what you love. I love that quote. Uh, uh, give a man a fish and you'll eat for a day. Yeah. Teach a man a fish, fish and eat for a lifetime. Yeah. I love that quote, man. It's, it's, a lot of, it's a lot of truth to it. That's the thing I like about quotes. It's like it attaches to the human psyche in regards to like how to properly live, like live your life. But here's another thing. Certain quotes are a little bit overly exaggerated and so people don't know how to pick them out. So for example, let's say, um, let's say, you're going to go see somebody. And let's say you're, you're going to go see a girl. You assume she has interest in you. And you're doing your best as a person. 
to try to do what you gotta do. And then someone tells you to, to be yourself completely. Be yourself oh, completely. Yeah. But realistically, you're in a position where you're going through kind of a bunch of hurdles and obstacles in your life. So maybe being yourself is not the best method. You might have to either say something about yourself a little bit and then go after her or go for it, see how it goes. So basically, in certain circumstances, whatever you're going through in life, you just can't be yourself because that part of yourself needs a lot of fixing. So what you want to do is probably upgrade yourself, if that's what it means. Yeah. And that's, that's a good example because I had to really think about that one. But, um, yeah, certain quotes, you just got to learn how to pick and choose them. I feel like um, there's quotes that people just overuse. Yeah. And it's like, okay, but not really. Yeah. Or oh, how, how about this one? No pain, no gain. That makes no, like, that doesn't make sense to me because it's like, you have to suffer. Yeah. Like, there's that quote, you have to suffer for your craft. Yeah. You know, like, yeah. a quote, responding with a quote to a quote. Yeah, like, it to be, yeah. But I was going to say with no pain, no gain, if someone's in a hospital, he, he doesn't need no gain. Yo, well, he needs to rest. He needs to rest. <laughs> that quote is useless for him. He needs uh, to rest. Yeah. So that was another example. But, um, no, but that's something I encourage for a lot of people to, to get into. Listen to certain quotes. It does help um, um, guide some people. Depending on what you're looking for. I, I do the thing where I um, my wallet has like pictures and things from like oh. my past, and it's like good tokens. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, so I have like stuff from college and stuff. Wow, I miss college. I do and I don't. Yeah, me too. But <laughs> college wasn't for me. Does that make any sense? Like, yeah. I, I think about it I'm, now. I'm, I'm the same exact way. I've had that time to think about it, and I realized when I went to school, that's not what I wanted. I only, yeah. everything I did was to copy someone else. Everything I did was to be like, okay, if I graduate with this degree, I'll do this. And it was never like, it was never like, oh, this is what I want to do. This is like, this is what I have to do. No, yeah. That's nothing about... Regards That's what to led like, to my depression. Ah. For six years. Oh, so you basically <laughs> doing something you don't really want to do. A lot of stuff happened that one year at school. And uh, I ended up not going back to school and working full-time for like nine years. Yeah. Until I was like 28. So, <laughs> so I mean... No, I feel that. I feel that. It's like, it's, it is what it is. I feel like we're a generation of like beautiful artists architectures and I mean architects and with enhancers because I just feel like the school system in and of itself is not very diverse in regards to like um, subjugating I mean not subjugating um, allowing your skills to flourish you know it's just a one shoot fits all type of thing yeah so that's what kind of like concerns me like to me I haven't even finished college yet even though I'm very close to getting my associates I have other ideas that I can make it far with without having to have college in, in my life but at the same time, um, once again, there were certain choices that had I made them wisely and, and went with it, I probably would have finished college already. But I know. feel like if I had finished, let's say I went to college yeah. and I finished it, I don't think I'd be an artist. Oh, you'd probably be something that you would never meant to be? 
I think I'd probably be that guy doing logos for people. And uh, I'm not saying those guys are bad, but for me, I, I've always wanted to like animation and stuff, and I would have yeah. lost all of that drive. Yeah. You probably would have been working in some ridiculous office somewhere, yes. like in a different state. They'll pay for your ride, pay for your yeah. price, pay for your home. Like, you stay here in his office 12 hours a day. If yeah. you need food, ask me. Like, oh my God, what? <laughs> nah, that's another thing. We, I guess a lot of us still want to do the main things we can do while we still have time. It's just the options to get there. Just, But then it comes down to like what the options are, you know? The options, yeah. are, the options are there. It just comes down to what you want to do, especially with technology now. I kind of like to... Yeah, <laughs> I saw that. that too. Um, I like to. I kind of put like a little mini schedule in my head. So I'll be like, "All right, this week I gotta do this, this, and this." So either I'll write it all down, or I'll know where I'm at in the week. Yeah. So like, if I wake up, and let's say I I know I have time to like do something, then I'll be like, "All right, I'll at least work on it." Yeah, nah, it's good to have that. And it's good to have like um, reminders, especially your phone. Yeah. Like I, I used to, um, I, when I did Patreon in the beginning, I would write notes. I'd write the calendar, the day, when projects are due. Yeah, and that's good for, for Patreon. That's very good. It's, it's, but here's the thing, like I had to change it because I, it's a lot. Because that's it's, it's the other side of like, being organized is great, but it's it adds stress to like what you're trying to do. Yeah. Oh, you mean to like keep the Patreon going on? So and stuff? yeah, to keep the pace of everything set. Oh, okay, good. That makes sense. I mean, damn. Yeah, nah. I would say try to find methods to like keep make it easy for yourself, or try to find um, options. But damn, I mean, but with Patreon, I mean, if you mind me asking, what's what's difficult about it? All right, so. I mean, Patreon is very weird because it's like my friend describes it the best and cool boy if you and pregnant him anyway. But um it's people supporting you for what you do. Mm-hmm. So let's say you have a podcast or a YouTube channel and you don't have money, obviously, or you're not sure like you're trying to build up, right? So what you do is people uh, pledge money in tiers, which is like how much they want to support you every month. Yeah. Right? So I have three, right? Five, nine, and 13. And then you pledge to one tier, you pledge like the $9 one. And then for $9, it's like, it's kind of, it's the my middle one, obviously. So you get like the medium amount of stuff. So you're not going to get like full access. Mm. Okay, so that's what they mean but, by tiers. On like certain streets. Yeah. I've seen like tier three, tier two, tier four. Okay. Yeah, that's I um I got affiliate on Twitch, so yeah, that's like it's like that. Mm. But with Patreon, it's like that's the content you see. Okay, that makes sense. But it's just having to keep up with it. It's it's, like it's the idea that you have to you have to keep growing. But it's like you have to 
it's like finding the people that will actually fully support yeah what you're doing you know yeah. so that's the that's what scares me because like i have two people right now and i used to have three but i have two and it's like it's cool well send send me send me a link let me be number three for real oh yeah. shit yeah i'll do i'll do number nine. Oh, that's <laughs> good. It's, all right yeah <laughs> number nine but it's because like here's the thing the way I have it, I there's things I want to do, yeah. art-wise that I can't do right now. But I've seen people because they have like they get enough money, they can do a lot more. Yeah, more than what they're doing now. Yeah, yeah. I don't blame you. It's just the resources. I was also gonna say, um, this may sound like kind of generic, but I will always encourage. Um, check out certain apps that pay you but like i know it's ridiculous but i was on a survey app yeah yeah i have inbox dollars and i started getting into it in the past i used to mess with survey junkie and i would get paid like twenty dollars ten dollars twenty dollars but having to answer those surveys you need to have a set of time to yourself to answer those surveys yeah that was like oh my god when i was on the flight yeah it was like Time consuming, uh, and if you don't answer the certain questions correctly, you didn't participate. You don't participate. Yeah, in survey, they, they, they will give you yeah. some for your participation. You don't qualify for the service. Yeah, yeah man, making money is tough in this time. Right? No, but you got something good going on. You just gotta, you just gotta stay on top of it, and just I will show the luck in regards to like. It's it's hard. It's like I, I will say. I started this this whole podcast because I feel like I have like I have anxiety. I I do. And for me to get better, I, I just feel like for its mindset, I wanna like care other people how they feel about things because then, yeah. you know, everything you hear, you know, you remember and it, it impacts you in some form or way. Yep, like true. It does. That's why I think it's good to have a podcast because then at least someone's gonna be listening. That's how I see it. Yeah. Like it could be one or two, three people, but at least someone's giving it a year. That's why um, next time we do this again, I'll definitely take a drink of the, what was it called? Andrew Smith? Scott Andrews? <laughs> Arnold Palmer. Arnold Palmer. <laughs> Arnold Palmer. Oh, my yeah, God. Yeah, I thought you really had somebody around here. Oh, I'm like, I never met a guy named Arnold. You oh. figured you'd realize that it wasn't. Yeah, but then when I read it all the way, like, oh, it's a beverage. Yeah, I laughed because like I didn't know it was called Arnold Palmer until like what kind of is it? Like, like rum? It's nuts. Half lemonade, half iced tea in one drink. But that's liquor, or no? Oh, I'm thinking you talk about like oh, alcohol no. base. Oh. <laughs> For the record, I don't really drink. Okay, that's cool. That's uh, I'm thinking that's what you meant. Like you had a beverage. I'm like, damn. No, it's like you put. Lemonade and then you put iced tea, but you don't put sweetened iced tea. You put um, regular iced tea because lemonade, is, lemonade is sweet and iced tea is like semi sweet. Yeah, like so when you put iced tea and lemonade together, it you taste the lemonade, but you taste the iced tea. It's it's very it looks very muddy. Actually, I can show you. Actually, I'm curious now to be honest. Yeah, it's like. 
It's a very muddy color. Like this. Ah, okay. Now I know. Yeah, it's it looks alright. It's like um, it's yeah. It's like I mean Arizona. Arizona has them as like Arnold Palmer, and there's Arnold Palmer lights, which is like I don't know what those are. <laughs> you love lemonade. lemonade. Nah, I don't blame you. It's delicious. Palmer I like. Just, I like um. I like the bitter lemonade though, personally. I like the sweet ones, to be honest. Like the one I grew up with in Brooklyn. Like the bootleg the ghetto lemonade and like that 99 cents jug. Oh my god, yeah. Yeah, man. You, um, you was born and raised in Valley Street, right? Yeah. I was gonna move to, I think the first house you saw was in Elmont. And okay. then it was here. Nice. Look at that. Who would have known? You would have lived in Elmont. I would have been to Elmont Memorial. Yeah, right? <laughs> you probably would have seen my old friend there, Brittany. <laughs> oh, man. Now, that's the thing I like about Long Island. Um, when I first moved here from the, from the boroughs, um, living here in Long Island was like a, a culture shock. That's, really? Yeah, coming from like the projects in Brooklyn and then moving to, to here in the suburbs. Oh, my God, dude. I used to think like the suburbs were just like regular preppy, preppy people. Oh, the, the thing got stuck in the fan. The what? The leaf. <laughs> what is it? That's crazy. I think, yeah, I think the leaf got, um, got attached to it. Yeah. All right. Wow. Um, yeah. So I don't, I don't really remember my time in Brooklyn that much though. When was the last time you was there? Like, I know someone who lives there because the other podcast I'm a part of, he lives there, but I meant like me going to Brooklyn, like myself. I went for a concert. Mm. Oh, nice. What concert was it? Oh, a band. It was Radiate, Autumn State, City of the Week. Uh, There's this other band. I'm really forgetting the name. (laughs) I don't recognize anything, but I like the names anyway. Yeah, a lot of a lot of city of the week. Yeah, that sounds pretty badass. The lead singer was really, uh, really hot. I still follow it. (laughs) Are they still? Are still? Are they still alive to this day? Yeah, they they still make music. But you know, as far as quarantine. Oh yeah, Mm -hmm. I was gonna ask, what was your um your reaction to like when this whole thing began? I was mad. Same. Well, I was gung-ho to like have an event for my book sooner oh shit. like a, a, a like a thing and it was gonna be a sit this mm. and it said that they closed down and so when it happened i was like okay well i'll wait for this to go over and then i'll mm. do it and sit this and then 
zipped his clothes, and I was like, well, damn. There goes that. Here we are. <laughs> yeah, it's... Yeah, it did take a toll out of a lot of us in many ways. I mean, I'll be honest. I um, I was supposed to do something, but because of quarantine, it was like a slap in the face. A very big slap in the face, but I think it was a slap in the face for all of us, for a lot of us. Yeah, man, it was like, I was, my friend had a show in Philly, and I got invited to go, mm. like, planning that, and then this day. In what month? I don't even remember at this point. It was like I was supposed to go to Philly as well. Hey, why do I? I don't want to say November. Oh, it was like it was. It was. I don't remember the month. Honestly, mm. like I don't know. Like I'm, I'm probably wrong in the <laughs> month I just said. It's okay. I was supposed to go there in in May to Philadelphia. To do what? That's for vacate to get away from New York. You know how bad I want to do that shit? Yeah. I just literally, like, I, I keep saying this, like, at one point every year, I'm always just, like, like, talking to people, I'm like, you want to just go to Philly for, like, a day and then just come back? Eventually, <laughs> like, it will happen. Yeah. We will get that pop up. It'll happen. We still got time. It's just matters, like, how long is this stupid quarantine? Oh. I mean, we can still travel. It's just not the same. I don't, like, honestly, dude, I'm not saying, in the beginning, I was so skeptical of all of this. Yeah, me too. I really was. I was just like, this is so fake. Like, I mean, still kind of am, but I'm not like, I'm, you would never hear me say, oh, the virus is not real. Shut up. The virus is real. The virus is, yeah. <laughs> oh, I, like, I thought it was real, but I, I just thought it was more dramatic. Yeah. And then after a while, I was just like, oh my God, people are really dying. <laughs> yeah, it's getting that bad. Yes, some people, some people don't want like, Joke about it too much. Um, I just say, well, you gotta explain the amount of bodies that are coming up in those hospitals. And then you work at a hospital. Yeah. Oh my God, that was one <laughs> hell of a month. April and March and April were like the most roughest months because, um, thankfully, I didn't have to deal with any patients that were COVID. But I just only worked in um, I worked in physical therapy. And we only dealt with physical therapy patients, but it was stupid enough because we didn't, we barely got any patients during those months. Like it was like a ghost town, and throughout the ghost town of like the whole hospital, you just hear like cold blue, cold blue, cold oh blue, cold God. blue, cold what blue. What is cold blue? Yeah, cold blue is basically in our hospital. It's a cold for me. Like the patient's dying, the patient's losing life. He needs to be resuscitated. Like there's a lot, of, oh and there's also God. like there was also stroke alert because my patients getting strokes. Yeah, it was it was very bad, dude. Like, and there was like a lot of um, body bags. That's another crazy thing. Mm. Trucks full of bodies that I saw. I'm like, oh my god, this is intense. <laughs> but, <laughs> and not to sound like I don't care, but I became very desensitized. Well, it's only natural. Yeah, working in a hospital. A yeah, working in a hospital, you kind of like already witness a lot. But even like at one point with all these dead bodies, I'm like, this is a little too overwhelming. This is more than I expected. I thought it was going to be like a couple uh, here and there. Yeah, I thought this would be. I thought this would be much lighter, but now nah, this is like mountains. And then it was bad. Like there was one point a security guard got fired because he was um, distributing photos of the corpses to the Washington Post. Washington Post. And yeah, oh, but somehow he got his job back. So I don't know how he did it. But yeah, he gave it to some paparazzi piece of crap dude across the street. 
Yeah, paparazzis are really shitty people. I never thought I would dislike them so bad until they um across the street from my job taking pictures of me. Not me, but taking pictures in my direction. I'm like, I don't know if they take a picture of me or the hospital, but they're just fucking annoying. They're really, really annoying. Like, you just want to go up there and take their camera and smash it, but whatever, you can't do that because it's their right. But, um, yeah, it was it was really bad. Is and it really what? right to do that? There, there's ways to combat it. So, yes and no. There are there are there are loopholes to where my hospital started putting up signs saying you cannot be on this premises or at least within 500 feet of it. Uh, you can't take pictures on this premises. So, so my my job started finding ways to like get them to go away, which is good because it was like, come on, man, people are outside crying. You taking pictures, like, and what's crazy enough is that we was the first hospital to have the first COVID death and the first COVID patient, which was really? crazy. Yeah, I think it was the first. No, no, we weren't the first COVID. We didn't have the first COVID patient in New York, but I think New York City we had the first COVID death. Yeah, but yeah, it was very, it was scary, scary, crazy, and people crying everywhere. Oh my God. Yeah, man. But um, after a while, I still take it serious, but I, I'm a little bit lenient with it. But I should I should still take it more serious than normal because I do have asthma. So God forbid if I do get hit. Um, I don't probably have a fighting chance, but who knows? God forbid. I, I make the jokes out of, like, whenever I get sick, I get really sick. This is true. Like, I'm literally the worst. Oh. If I get a cold, it's like four days. Oh, damn, four days bedridden. Not even just, even if it's not that, it's like, it's enough to like, where I'm just like. It's like strike you. Yeah. Damn. I mean, how often do you get sick? Not so much, right? I always have a cold. Damn. How often? Like. I also just found out I have an allergy to dust. Oh, well. So I'm just like, I'm like, yay. That's a lot that's... of us. That's a lot of us Americans. Yeah. I'm like, yay, this this sucks. <laughs> oh my god, more to add to my to, to, uh, to my nose and my allergy issues. Right? Like, like, yeah. No, I hate it too. I'm allergic to cockroaches, but I like what? It's, it's like, yeah, I found out when I was little. What? How? What? Yeah. How did you get that? I don't know, dude. It happens. It happens. I mean, I'm, I'm allergic to cats, but um, depending on the cat and how much hair they have. If it's like an allergenic cat, where they produce little to not so much hair, then it's okay. I can, I can deal with them. But if it's like a regular cat, yo, get that out of my bedroom before I kick it out. Is that, but you said your friend has a cat. Oh, my roommates, yes. And they're allergenic, thankfully. So I can play with them. It's totally fine. As long as I don't touch my face, then that's a problem. <laughs> I touch a cat, I touch my face. Oh man, I start itching and I start sneezing. Yeah, allergies are a bitch, really are. Yeah, I mean, I don't. All I have is a dust one, and then. Oh, that's mm-hmm. good. You're lucky. Can you eat shellfish? Yeah, you're lucky because I can't. <laughs> but I, I mean, how much shellfish can you really eat? Right. Uh, I'm okay. I mean, the only what's the thing that happens is that my, my I get extremely itchy throat. And my throat kind of gets very itchy, that's it. But I mean, I feel like you could avoid that. Yeah, of course. I just just don't eat it. I just look at it and like, ah, disgusting. When I was in school, um, when I I was at Central, I took a cooking class. And I remember that. We had to cut red peppers. Yeah. 
And I, I literally culinary options. Bro, my hands were like it was like burning. Burning. Oh, because of our pepper. And the chef, like he's like chef saw my hands. He's like, he's like, Yeah, you can't touch red peppers. I'm like, what do you mean? He's like, that's an allergic reaction. I'm like, damn. Question, you don't have to have an umbrella, right? <laughs> I do. I have an umbrella. Okay, because it's probably going to leave the next 10, 15 minutes. So that's fine. All right. Is there anything you want to shout out? Oh, shout out? Um, yeah, man. Yo. Um, to anybody out there, expect to hear from me more often. I'm going to have a more organized schedule of subjects to discuss about. I'll put your Instagram in there. Yeah, and um, shout out to anybody that's going through hardship. You can do this. Just breathe. Take your time. That's about it. All right, guys. Did it stop? No. It's still recording. It was All lovely right. to <laughs> study. I really appreciate it. Yeah. All right.